Welcome to Pure Gold, an honest, no-nonsense take on what it means to live daily with sexual integrity, offering practical tips and suggestions on how to strengthen your character, deepen your transparency, and grow in truth through the power of Jesus Christ. Hey everyone, welcome to Pure Gold. My name is Frank Honus, and I want to thank you guys for joining us on a brand new episode. Uh, welcome to the brand new season. I feel like we're entering the summer season. It's getting warmer outside. All the superhero movies are releasing in the theater. Avengers Endgame is out. Uh, you know, it's 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 awesome. So I'm a little bit of a, a Marvel fan, if you if you can't tell. Uh, my wife and I, of course, and uh, our whole family, our, our kids too, are like raising them up into Marvel. It's it's awesome. Anyway, now. No, this isn't a uh, this isn't a podcast about uh, Marvel movies. It's not about the MCU. This is a podcast about uh, championing your um, uh, your inner superhero, though, and caring about your integrity and caring about your character. And um, you know that is that is really what this podcast is about. It's about you know championing for purity, for sexual purity in your life, sexual integrity. And uh, it is it is my privilege to be able to get to uh, share content with you guys and and uh, publish and put out this podcast uh, on you know a weekly or biweekly basis. Lately, it's been more of a, a biweekly basis since we've been in the season of um, getting ready to transition and move into our new home. We're moving into a brand new brand new home that we're building. Uh, in just a couple months and probably eight or nine weeks, hopefully, we're praying and believing for that. And uh, just so thankful for, for God's blessing on that. But uh, times have been busy and it's just been a kind of a crazy season right now. But we're still continuing the podcast. We're still uh, pressing forward. And I, I want to share this week um, as sort of a I guess you could call it a continuation of the episode, uh, actually episode three, um, how to talk to your wife about uh, your addiction. If you go back to episode three, you can look up that podcast, um, you know, how to, how to actually have this conversation, you know. And so this is, this is sort of a continuation from episode three. And what I want to do is, is, is talk to you guys this week about uh, three things, three steps to take before you share your addiction with your wife before you share your addiction with your spouse, and um, you know we we, we sort of uh, touched on some of the we've touched on these things before in the past on the podcast, and uh, like I said, this is a continuation uh, from a continuation of that conversation from episode three. Uh, three steps that you need to take uh, before you talk to your spouse about your addiction. In our next episode, we're going to continue the conversation as well. Um, my wife and I are going to be sitting down and talking about recover. What do recovery conversations look like? Recovery conversations within marriage, and how do you, you know, how do you talk to your wife about your recovery? And so, um, I just really feel like this is a a needed topic within the realm of recovery. And um, I don't know that there's a, a ton of material out there. I'm sure there's there's more than maybe I know about, but um, I feel like this is a much needed conversation to have, and, and one that we continually go back and visit because it's a, it's a struggle. It's a it's a real struggle for husbands to talk to their wives, and even for wives to talk to talk to their husbands. I mean, again, sexual addiction is not 
only a male issue. It's not a male problem. It's not, it, this is also, you know, a female issue as well. This is a struggle for both sexes. And uh, so we have to learn how to talk to each other about our struggles in, um, you know, in, within the, the realm of sexual addiction and, you know, the secrets we've been hiding, the secrets we've been keeping, um, and, and what we need to, uh, you know, what we need to be sharing and talking to our, our spouses about. So we're going to get into that this week. And again, I'm going to share with you guys three steps you need to take before you start the conversation with your spouse. But before we get to that, I want to encourage you to check out our website, which is PFL Home. And if you're curious what that means, that's Purity for Life. That is the ministry uh, that that has um, uh, been on my heart. And we've been uh, running for years now, probably since about 2012, I want to say, 2013. Uh, super excited to be able to continue that. But pflhome.com is our website. And that is Purity for Life, where you can find all of the content that we've had in the past or our past blogs and resources, links, articles. Um, there is uh, links to uh, incredible software that you can download on all your devices to protect yourself, as well as contact forms on there if you need to uh, touch base with my wife or I, or if you, if you want some extra encouragement and support on your journey. We would love to talk with you. We'd love to you know, share our story with you. We'd love to help you along the way. And if you, like I said, if you have a question, you need to reach out to us, please let us know at pflhome.com. Go to one of those contact forms and fill it out and send it to us. Uh, you can also follow us on social media. We're all over Twitter and Facebook and Instagram as well. We share content there and uh, just little snippets and, and blurbs and, and reminders about how important our purity is. So lots of good stuff on the website. pflhome.com is where it's all at. Purity for life, pflhome.com. So make sure you go check that out. Uh, and uh, really, like I said, really glad that you can join us this week for a brand new episode as we continue the conversation on how we talk to our spouses about our addictions. How do we talk to our spouses about the, you know, the most secret things, the, the things that we have, have carried so much shame over and so much pain over in our lives? How do we begin the conversation? But even before that, what are three steps we need to take before we even open our mouths? And this is super, super important stuff here. And I hope you guys will uh, really, really enjoy this content this week and enjoy the podcast. And uh, we'll, get, we'll jump right into that after this quick break. And we'll be right back. All right, we're back on Pure Gold this week. And again, we're talking about three steps that you need to take before talking to your spouse about your addiction. Um, now, that might seem a little bit of uh, kind of an odd uh, title for this podcast, but I do think um, that there are some steps that we need to take before we even have that first conversation. And a lot of those steps actually involve uh, things that we do within, uh, within our heart, within our mind. Um, we have to do, we have to process with uh, the Holy Spirit and just, you know, even ourselves. And I would say the, the very first step uh, that you need to take is to own your pain. You need to own your pain. So what do I mean by that? I mean that uh, you need to come to grips with realizing that you are a person who is in pain. Um, there is no person out there, I will, let me say this, every single addiction, every single addict is a person who is uh, medicating pain. 
um, I love the love the thought and I love the saying that um, you know just the idea that, that like pornography you know alcohol you know drugs all these sort of uh, addictive substances um, yes they are you know they're, they are uh, they're harmful and uh, they're devastating right and they cause a lot of issues but but really you know pornography alcohol you know drugs that's that's a symptom or that that's the the covering that's the top layer uh, but that's not the real problem because that's really the medication for the problem. The medication is what you try to numb your pain with, right? So pornography, uh, you know, alcohol, those kinds of things, you know, a lot of people use those things, you know, for numbing the pain. And really the, the real source is, is what's underneath, right? And so you need to uh, come to, you know, just, just come to self awareness and, and honesty about the fact that uh, you are numbing, you are medicating something within. And whether that's, uh, whether that's stress, whether that's uh, you know loneliness, whether that's anger, um, whether it is a, um, you know, a past trauma uh, or, or abuse, um, there, there's always a reason. There's always a why behind addiction and it's it's most of the time it's linked to it's linked to some kind of painful experience, and so so that's a that's a really difficult thing. That's why I put it at number one, uh, the very first step is that you just have to you have to own it. Um, I've I've sat down with men before and I've talked with men before that don't really want to tackle the real issue in their lives, and that is you know going deep and going underneath and going inside your heart, and and really owning uh, the pain that you're walking through. And again, that's unique to the person. Uh, there's not a universal, uh, you know, <laughs> pain factor or indicator for every single person. Um, you know that that takes that takes self-discovery. It takes time. It takes time talking with people. But um, you know your pain best, and and you know what it is you're trying to medicate. And it just it takes some thought. And and I do believe the Holy Spirit can help us uh, to see. You know what it is that we're running from, what it is we're trying to medicate, uh, why we why we do the things we do, why do we use porn, you know, why do we uh, why do we fantasize, you know, uh, why do we feel like we need to medicate in that way? So I just want to encourage you to um, ask the question, and before you have that conversation, um, and you may not even have the answer before you know when you go into that conversation with your wife or your husband, but at least realizing, saying, stopping. And saying, okay, I know I'm in pain. I know I'm struggling. I know I'm medicating something. What is it? And really try to spend some time thinking and praying and uh, processing through uh, through that, through, through what that pain is. And you may have to do something you, you've not wanted to do in a long time. What a lot of men don't like to do is to look back look back in their past, look back through painful experiences, look back through, you know, moments of betrayal or moments of abuse or moments of trauma and, and own it and look back and see maybe some of the trigger points. Um, some of the things that, um, you know, sort of put maybe left an impression on your life or, uh, you know, again, maybe it was, uh, you know, a discover, maybe, maybe it was some kind of discovery and it, it's, you know, it started as something so innocent as you discovering something or, or even being exposed to something 
and it manifested from there and it turned into a, a way that you could uh, mask your emotions or you could hide in some way and you know again it just takes it takes a lot of searching it takes a lot of thought to understand what your pain is to understand what it is you're running from but you have to uh, first very first step you have to own your pain we're going to jump into the other two in just a second uh, but we're going to take a quick break and be right back All right, we're back with step number two and step number three, um, things that we need to remember to do before we have that conversation with our spouse. Uh, the first one was to own your pain, own your pain. Number two is to disown your shame, disown your shame. So you like how I did that with the own your pain and disown your shame kind of deal. Um, but I wasn't trying to rhyme on purpose. But really, the, the idea is this, is that when we are um, in active addiction, uh, we start, you know, days and weeks and months go by and sometimes years. For me, it was 13 years of addiction. There was a lot, a lot of shame that built up in that time of active, active addiction. I had no idea what to do. Um, I knew that what I was doing was harmful to some degree. Well, to a, to a, well, in my mind, I only knew to uh, you know a short-sighted view of how much it was um, affecting me, affecting my heart and my mind. I wasn't having the long view of how how much this was affecting my life. But there was so much shame and embarrassment, and uh, you know, so many so many ways the enemy was trying to, uh, you know, whisper lies in, in, and, you know, uh, influence me as a, as a man, as a man, as a male. And I just knew what I was doing was wrong. But not only that, I just was afraid for people to know me. I was afraid if people knew me that they wouldn't like me. They would think that I was weird or that I was, you know, uh, you know, a perv or I was gross. Uh, but I just, I felt disgusting. After each time of looking at pornography, after each time of acting out, I just felt incredibly, incredibly dirty. And there was just this massive level of, of shame built, built on my life. And that's what the enemy wants to come and do. That's what uh, the Bible says the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And uh, in many ways, that's, you know, again, pornography was, the, was a problem in my life, but it wasn't the problem. Uh, the real problem was my pain, which going back to number one, you've got to be able to address your pain before you can disown your shame. Um, you know, recognizing what your pain is, what you're what you're trying to medicate is super, super important. But then you've also got to go and you've got to disown the shame. You've got to, you, you know, and, and the, the, the greatest way you can do that, and I want to encourage you, is to find someone to talk to. And I know this might seem really difficult in your life right now is to find someone who is a safe person uh, to, who you can trust, who will not judge you in any way, not think you're weird, um, but find someone that you can, whether that's a family member, whether it's um, you know a pastor, whether it's a, a friend, but somebody who you know will not judge you in any way, who is, who is safe with your story, um, certainly who won't go out and, and talk to 100 different people about your story, but super, super important that you break off the shame in your life. And, and let me just be, maybe you've never been able to do that. Let me be the first person to tell you. There, you are worth it. You're worth it. 
You are loved. There is nothing wrong with you. You are incredibly, incredibly special. Um, no, n- no thing, no addiction, no, no problem, no sin will ever devalue you and your worth. Um, even though you know sin and addiction and the things that we struggle with certainly do have an effect on our lives and can can really affect us negatively, right? Those things will never devalue who we are and who God has created us to be. So I just want to I just want to be you know a very transparent voice in your life that you are worth it and you are worthy and you are loved. There's no thing that you can do. The Bible tells us nothing. We can. There's nothing we can do. Nothing we can think that will separate us from God's love. As far as the east is from the west, God has, uh, you know, God has uh, separated and and you know, sends sin as far as the east is from the west. He loves us. And he cares about us so, so much. And like I said, um, uh, you are loved. So I, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of a, of an even more transparent, easy way to, for, you know, to, to phrase it, but just you are loved and you are important and you're special. Um, and and like I said, you know, it's hard to do, but finding someone that you can talk to about your story, talk to about your struggles, talk to about your about your addiction is so important. You've got to be able to disown your shame. And again, this is, you know, along with, you know, owning your pain, there's a process in this. And it, and I'm not saying that, you, you know, you have to figure all this out in your first go around or before, um, you know, necessarily have this all packed up and neat and tidy before your first conversation. But you've got to be able to start somewhere and say, I, no longer am I going to allow shame to define me. Shame does not define you. Pornography does not define you. You are not defined by your struggles. You are not defined by your addictions. You are not defined by the things you think are the most embarrassing, um, you know, uh, weird, weirdest, you know, sin, most sinful things in your life. You're not defined by that. Christ came to pay that price, and He did. And you are you. He bought the. He bought you. He bought you with a price. He paid His life for you. And so, um, so now it's time to take a hold of truth in life, to know that you are loved, that you are cared for. And um, yeah, so make sure you disown your shame. Really quickly, we just wanted to say thank you for listening to Pure Gold. Uh, we hear a lot of feedback regarding the podcast about how many people are helped from the content that we share, and we're so excited that we get to do that. And we want to, again, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for visiting Purity for Life and the website. We hope that all the content made available there has been a blessing for you. But we want to ask you for your support. We want to ask you uh, to consider giving to Purity for Life and the Pure Gold podcast. And there's an incredibly easy way that you can do that. If you go on to anchor.fm slash purity for life slash support. Again, that's anchor.fm slash purity for life slash support. There's three easy ways, three different tiers that you can give financially to the podcast. Um, You can either do a one month contribution if you'd like, or you can certainly do um, a monthly contribution. 
And again, there's three different tiers that you can pick from. Any and all contributions are certainly appreciated. Um, there is a certain level of, of commitment and work that goes into creating this content and this podcast, and we love to do it. Uh, we love to share it with you, but it definitely uh, takes uh, takes time and effort to put in. And sometimes that's time, uh, you know, time away from family and time on the road. And so uh, we just we really need your support, and we'd really appreciate any kind of support you could give. Again, it's Anchor.fm slash purity for life slash support for more information there where you can give to the podcast. And I hope you certainly will. We would love to continue putting out content to help you on your journey uh, towards sexual freedom and sexual integrity. Thanks so much. All right. Number three uh, step in this process before we talk to our spouse about our addiction I think is um, one of the most important, and we start to move out of ourselves here and into leaning into our, our relationship here, is to seek forgiveness. Now, when I say seeking forgiveness, you know, I remember many, many years in my life where I would look at porn, I would masturbate, I would fantasize, whatever, and then I would feel so guilty and I would feel so wrong, and I would do the like 30 second, oh God, I'm sorry, forgive me, I never want to do this ever again, please help me, blah, 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 you know, and then I'd, okay, amen, that I'd move on with my day. And guess what? A day would go by, two days would go by, whatever, and I would be back looking at porn again, like I had never, like nothing had phased me. And there really wasn't that true level of of repentance on my part. There wasn't a true level of, you know, con- contrition or, you know, a contrite heart, a heart that was broken, a heart that was, you know, I had I hadn't hit rock bottom basically. And there was that um, just real flippant kind of attitude. Again, I didn't know how to get free. I didn't know what repentance really looked like. I didn't know what freedom really looked like. But again, coming to a place of brokenness in your life, coming to a place where you have literally hit rock bottom that you realize what this addiction is doing to your life, what it's doing to your spouse's life is so, so critical, so important. So I just want to encourage you that you not only, um, that you, that you first seek forgiveness from the Lord just for, you know, really operating underneath of, of who you were meant to be. You know, you are better than pornography. You were created to be a royal son and a royal daughter, not a perfect person, um, but a son and a not not a person who's never gonna slip up or make a mistake. But you were meant to be a a, a son or a daughter who lives above the world and the culture and and the things of this world. We were all meant to be that way. Now, do we operate on that on a, on a perfect you know level and basis? No, but believe me, pornography and and masturbation and fantasy. Uh, entrap us and ensnare us in a way that um, really the Bible says it's a different way when we sin against our body. There's a different kind of sin there. It has a different kind of effect. And, um, you know, it just, you know, it diminishes who we are. It literally breaks down who we are. It, It demolishes our character, our integrity. And so really going to the Lord and, you know, and, and not just saying, okay, God, I'm sorry. I don't want to do this again. But really asking God to cleanse you. 
I mean, really cleanse you. Allow his spirit to, you know, literally flow into you like a river to cleanse your heart, to cleanse your mind. Again, this is a process, just like step number one, step number two, this is a process. This does not happen overnight, but this this contrition, this brokenness is a process that happens over, you know, days and weeks and months and years, really, you know, for God to tenderize our heart again, for God to tenderize our mind and uh, tenderize our heart and sharpen our mind again. Um, it takes time. So you've got seeking forgiveness, right, from the Father. But also, as we lean in and as we as we begin to enter into this conversation with our spouse, we need to ask our spouse for forgiveness. And we need to, um, I mean, I mean, total and complete abandonment uh, that you that you seek forgiveness uh, from your spouse. Now, I can't guarantee that you're going to get that. I can't guarantee that your marriage is going to uh, to continue to work or continue to, to live or grow. Some marriages continue to grow and some marriages heal and get healthy. And, and the spouse decides to stay with their spouse who's struggling. And there, there are some marriages that are, are broken because of this addiction. And I'm not sitting here on this podcast telling you, you know, your spouse will absolutely stay with you if you ask them for forgiveness. I, that's not my place. Every single spouse is different. Every single husband, every single wife is different. The way they handle this kind of addiction, the way they respond to their uh, to their spouse's addiction is different. So I can't I can't guarantee you anything. But what I can guarantee you is that your heart, your mind, your conscience, your soul will be cleansed in a way that it never has been before. When you seek forgiveness from the Lord, and you ask for forgiveness from your spouse, and you come completely clean. You, you get completely honest with them about your struggles. You tell them, and, I'm, and I mean, I, I just happen to believe this, that you share everything, not, not necessarily everything you've ever, you know, this is not going into every single detail of what you think and, and every single detail of your past, but that you confess to them that you look at porn, that you've looked at porn, that, you know, you confess to them how long you've looked at porn for, you know, you, you, you are completely honest with them. You, you share with them the devices that you've struggled with, you know, um, you know, you know, the times of the day, the triggers, but you're totally and completely honest with them about your struggles. And it's a total emptying of yourself and a total confession of, of what you have, have dealt with and what you've struggled with. So seeking forgiveness is so, so important. So we've got, we've got three steps here, owning your pain, disowning your shame and seeking forgiveness. I believe that before we have this first conversation with our spouses, that we need to do these things. We need to, um, we need to own the things, own the pain that we struggle with that, that really we medicate. We need to seek out what that is, what that looks like in our lives. We need to start and begin the process of, of letting go, disowning, surrendering shame, and allowing God to come in and cleanse you and, and speak his truth and his love into your life again. And we need to ask for forgiveness from him, from God, and from our spouse. And there's, there's just, you know, these things are so critical to do. And again, they can be done... Um, they can be done throughout, of course, throughout your whole recovery journey and throughout your marriage. But these are things you've got to be thinking of before. And I think you can do, you can start to do before you have that first conversation and as you enter the conversation with your spouse. So 
I just want to encourage you with these things this week um, on the podcast to start doing. And of course, uh, my wife and I are going to be having a conversation coming up on you know what what the what the recovery conversations look like. The who, what, where, when, why, and how of recovery conversations. We're going to be talking about that in an upcoming episode, hopefully here next uh, next time on the podcast. So I hope you guys will, will join us in listening for that. But um, please know that you can reach out to me, to my wife, spouses, wives. If you're struggling, you can reach out to my wife. Um, men, if, you're, if you are struggling in addiction um, and you need some encouragement on your journey, uh, we would love, love, love to help you in any way possible. So know that we're here, know that we're reaching out, or know that know that you can reach out to us at any point in time uh, by checking out our website, pflhome.com, and there's lots of ways you can, you can touch base with us on there. So I want to thank you guys for listening to uh, Pure Gold this week, and uh, it's just been an awesome privilege to be able to share with you uh, more of my story and encouragement for you on your journey. You can do it. Please know that you can do it. You can you can run the race. You can be victorious. And I, I just want you to know that that I believe in you. And um, and and uh, you can be a man or woman. You can be the man, and you can be the woman that God God has called you to be. You have that capability. You're not a victim. You're not owned or defined by your addiction in any way. So stand firm today. Stand up. Maybe for for the first time. Stand up in your in your life. And begin putting some of these steps, implementing them in your life, and um, and and watch the change begin to happen. Watch the healing take place, and watch the um, watch the health begin to be reconstructed in your life and in your marriage. So, so again, thank you guys so much for listening. I pray that you have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon on Pure Gold. Thanks for listening. God bless. listening to pure gold our weekly podcast from purity for life don't forget to visit our website for additional content including our entire podcast archive articles links and videos to help encourage you on your journey for sexual purity all this and more can be found at pflhome.com also follow us on social media through facebook twitter and instagram we would love to hear from you